Influence Media. Guys, Influence Toronto 2017. I'm so blessed to have Angel Rich with us. How you doing, Angel? Thank you. I'm blessed to be here. This has been amazing. Thank you. Are you enjoying yourself in Toronto? I'm loving myself in Toronto. I don't think I want to go home. <laughs> Is it your first time? Uh, I came about 20 years ago. When, 20 years ago? Yes, okay. when I was 10 years old. Okay. Yes, so, um, but I haven't been back since, so I'm very excited. So you were here as a kid, now you're here as an entrepreneur. Exactly. And define entrepreneurship for you. What does entrepreneurship mean for Angel Rich? Entrepreneurship means not having a job, basically. Ooh, Being preach. able to make money off of your own. Give me that. Or at least working towards an idea that will make you money in mm. the near future and you're applying the uh, adequate amount of work it takes to actually build a business. Beautiful, beautiful. What does it mean for you to be, I always say, Entrepreneurs bring value to their companies and that's fine. And influencers, real influencers, not those Instagram influencers, they bring value to their community. You, my dear, in our opinion, all the way in Canada, are an international individual of influence. You are an influencer. What's Thank an influencer you. for you? What has been a big influence in your life? Tell me. An influencer to me is a thought leader. Somebody that is not following behind groupthink or what other people are doing. They're defining their own agenda and their own purpose, and they're starting a movement behind it and bringing other people along with them. Q, did you catch this? We're going to need a rewind on this, Angel. I'm going to need to... That's the segment in the online radio show podcast where you just repeat exactly what you said verbatim because that was awesome. So, Angel, because I said rewind... What is an influencer? That was awesome. I might have to steal that. An influencer, I can repeat this. Is <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Terry, what are you doing to me? <laughs> is a thought leader. Love it. And somebody that is not following behind groupthink or what other people are thinking. They're defining their own agenda and they're building a movement behind it and they're bringing other people along with them. Amazing, man. Oh, man, this is going to be gold. And tell me, Angel, we always say behind a strong woman is always a stronger woman. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. What what how did you grow up? Well, what, tell us a little bit more. Whoever doesn't know you, whatever uh, person has been sleeping under a rock for the past two years, what kind of family do you come from? Your mom must be a super strong yes. woman. What, what kind of, tell us more about that. Yes, I would definitely say my mother is somewhat of a savage, and <laughs> she, she really is. I saw that post on Facebook. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that was a real story. I like, was like, this is gold. <laughs> Like nothing. I remember when I was in the fifth grade, I put together a telescope by myself. By yourself, fifth grade. Fifth grade. And I went and showed it to my mother, and I was so excited. Like I had been working on it in the garage. Yep. And I showed it to her. She was like, Yeah, I expected you to do that. And I was like, This is a telescope. Like, what? You Mom, expected really? me to do that? It's, do yeah. you think she's doing that because she, she doesn't want to make it easy for you and she knows? the kind of person you could be for this world. Yeah, she used to call it me trying to get brownie points for something that I don't deserve brownie points for. <laughs> really? And so she's just always I had- I gotta meet your mom. Yeah, I mean, this is this is for real. Like, and she's not joking and it's not like- No, no, she's not trying to be funny. Yeah. She genuinely believes she's that. She's for real. Like, and when I was younger, as soon as she found out I could read, she started giving me business books. God so bless. I never read Ooh. Dr. Seuss books as a child. All about that business. Yeah. And so when other students was turning in Dr. Seuss books, I was turning in Ogmandino, the greatest Ooh, salesman in the world. Wee. I was reading Greatest Man in Babylon at age 11, Think and Grow Rich. All of them books I read before I was 12. Nice. And then around 
around age 13 and throughout my teenage years, I would have to complete uh, book reports and give them to my mother. So your mom is like basically the, the Williams sisters' father. She basically built you into the beast that you are today. Yes, I also had the pleasure of meeting uh, Matthew Knowles, Beyonce father, and I told- He's a beast. Yeah, exactly. Talk I told training superstars. Exactly. And so your mom did that before business. Exactly. Are you grateful? 100%, 1000%, yes. Would you have it any other way? No, and I knew what she was doing and that's what made it so great is because we were both on the same page yeah. with what my future was gonna be. That's awesome. And tell us, tell us about that beautiful business that you started, that 200,000 download. How did you come up, Credit Stacker? Yes. How did you come up with the idea was it a, a solo thing? Was it a, a group thing? It rarely, it rarely is a solo thing, but how did you come up with this? Well, actually, this particular time, um, kind of a long story short, when I was in college, yep. I walked into the library one day, and there was yep. a group of people waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And they said, we want you to lead us in a Goldman Sachs portfolio challenge. And okay. I was like, I don't know nothing about the stock market, and I've never done a portfolio Goldman challenge. Goldman Sachs. Shout out to Goldman. We need some sponsors. Yes. And um, basically, uh, they said, we're confident we, you can lead us. We ended up doing it. And I went in first place. Came up what? with the algorithm for the stock market. We did positive 2%. The market did negative 2%. Hey, And after that. What year was that? That was in um, 2009. That was right January 2009. Crash. Exactly. And you guys did 2%? Yeah. How about I give you some money and invest it for me? Forget you know, what Greg Cardone said. I'll time. give you my money. People <laughs> ask me that all the time. Like, people always say, like, why didn't I go start a hedge fund? Seriously. But instead, I was like, there needs to be a game where people can live out their financial life without the risk of them yeah. losing their money. Inspiring. We always say we want to inspire, inform, and influence the world. What you just heard is real inspiration. You could have started an hedge fund, living in a penthouse in Manhattan, Miami, wherever. You decided to bring value through education to your community, your ecosystem. How'd you get 200,000 downloads? Yes, so basically I reverse engineered Google, Facebook, Woo! and Instagram Woo! ad management platforms. And then I ran 21 experiments and created my own algorithm. And we were able to reduce the user acquisition cost from their formula of $3 to my formula at 24 cents. Girl, jeez. And where did, where? Where can we, because I, I follow you on social media. By the way, where can we follow you before I forget? At angelrich27 on Instagram as well as at Wealthy Lifers on Twitter and Instagram. You seem to be style, uh, stacking more miles than I or anybody else I know. And I, I got NBA clients and they're flying all the time. I follow you. You're always traveling. How are you balancing the traveling and keeping your energy level? Because for those of you who don't know Angel, She's like a party star. Like she, you have <laughs> such a good aura. Yeah. Yesterday we had a meetup. She showed up. She showed up. Hi, how you doing? Meeting people, shaking hand, hugging. And, and to me, that's awesome. And I'm not Thank taking away anything away from Charlemagne or Grant or Casey. I'm just saying that's so awesome. You don't have to, but Thank you did it, right? So how do you make sure you keep your energy level up being so busy? Well, I was actually born with a lot of energy, and I used to question it when I was younger, but I get it now because God just gave me the amount of energy I was going to need for the rest of my life. Um, 
but to maintain my health, I keep a flock of masseuse in different cities. <laughs> so I have a bunch of different masseuse. Flock of masseuse. <laughs> She's too far, but I, I, I dust that off her shoulder if she was close enough. That's dope. So yeah, that makes sense. So keep it, making sure you get, um, you, you basically get, um, yeah, because you stay in the, okay, I get it. You stay in the airplane for so long. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I gotcha. also have a stretching ritual, and I don't care how strangely people look at me before I get on a plane. Smart. But I find that when I don't do it, that my body uh, tenses up. Yeah. And so um, I definitely, those two things, I That's make sure that That's part of your I, ritual. Yeah. Give me another ritual that you have as far as being an entrepreneur. What could you give our, our, our audience value? What, what, what advice would you give uh, for entrepreneurs, men or women? I would say to allow their imagination to take them anywhere. That's like, a great one. Basically, a, a lot one. of people limit themselves or they say that it's too big. Richard Branson says, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And so it's like people, people don't realize that, you know, and you should dream big. At the time, gamification didn't exist You're when so I came right, out with this. this idea. Financial literacy standards didn't change until 2014. And the only thing education technology was Blackboard. So I was, I was dreaming. I'm going to gamify the world <laughs> and bring financial literacy together, connect people from different countries. That's <laughs> almost as crazy as inventing a telephone. I want to talk so to somebody true. that's not even here right now. Yep. You know, the famous joke. So it's like you you have to be able to dream big in order to do big things. That's so true. And and, and then to, to keep going with an advice, uh, what advice would you give to a woman entrepreneur? A woman entrepreneur, the message of the year for me is I want them to be a Trojan horse. Woo. And what do I mean by that? Go ahead, Angel. I Preach. mean that I want you to allow people to underestimate you. Woo. Rewind. What do you want? People, what do you want to allow them to do to women entrepreneurship who runs the world? Girls, yes. tell it again, Angel. I want you to allow people to underestimate you. I'm taking that one. <laughs> this is actually gold. I love this. Yes. I want you to allow people to have a secret conversation right in front of you hmm. as if you're nobody hmm. and to take that information and use it to your advantage. Take that. Take that. I want you to be a Trojan horse. You're going to enter Troy. You're going to climb to the highest mountains and then you're going to take down their walls. And that's how you play that game. Don't get upset when people underestimate you. Use it to your advantage. That's their problem, not yours. I need a big bomb. Pew, pew, pew. Guys, at the sound guys, that's my sound guy, Nicholas. Shout out to Nicholas, Le Labo, and Shao. I'm going to need a nice dropping bombs of knowledge. Emoji for the guys on YouTube. Emoji, big time. And last but not least, because you are a beautiful black woman. Thank you. What advice would you give to a person that is a minority in North America getting into business? You gave us entrepreneur uh, knowledge. You gave us woman knowledge. Now, what advice would you give to somebody that is... Uh, from a minority I would say that you do not have the luxury of taking your time mm -hmm. and at the same time do not allow people to rush you into decisions that you wouldn't normally make on your own yes. and so I think there's a oftentimes people don't aren't able to find that balance mm -hmm. Martin Luther King said that we have a sense of urgency amongst us to be able to increase civil rights and social justice and yep. things like that 
Um, but at the same time, as minorities, we don't always understand uh, business as well as we should. Yep. And we sometimes just follow the money. And we need to understand that connections and relationships is actually more important than money. So while we do have this sense of urgency, we also need to be walking ethically as we're on this path. That is so true. And Martin Luther King also said when he was uh, fighting for the sanitary worker, and actually assassinated not too far after, he said, it does not matter what happens to me by going to that meeting and by doing that protest. What matters is if I don't go to the protest, what will happen to them? And ladies and gentlemen, exactly. what matters to us is that Angel Rich exists. Angel Rich was born. She was bred by a strong woman that taught her well, and she created something that is changing the world. So Angel, Thank you for inspiring, informing, and influencing Toronto and next up a couple of other Canadian cities, hopefully, if she's not too busy. Angel, thank you very much. And thank uh, you. last thing, we always do this with our young entrepreneur. I did it with Grant, actually. He participated. Shout out to Grant Cardone. We have what's called an influence podcast, a 30-second elevator pitch. So, who's your dream investor, Angel? Richard Branson. Woo! Richard! Hi, mate. No, hey, mate is Australian. All right, so whatever. I'm, I'm bad at accent, all right? Let's, let's, let's get that out of the way. I'm going to give you 30 seconds right now. Yes. And you're going to act like, he's better looking than me, but you're going to act like, and very wealthy. You're going to act like I'm Richard Branson. Okay. And we just happen to be, because you're at the Hyatt right now. Yes. I'm walking out in the Hyatt. You're walking in. And then we got a 30-second elevator pitch. I'm starting the clock in. Give me a second. And I want that 30-second pitch to be the bomb. So you're going to give me 30 second pitch of you saying to Richard Branson why he should be investing in your company. Ready, set, go. Hi Richard, I'm Angel Rich, founder Hi, Angel. of The Wealth Factory. Nice to meet you. Very nice meeting you. Also known as the next Steve Jobs by Forbes magazine. I've invented a game called Credit Stacker. It's similar to Candy Crush, but instead of swapping around candy, you swap around credit types to be able to pay off your debt, achieve a highest credit score, and learn from the multiple choice questions. It was named best in the country by the White House and Department of Education. We would love to have you on board as it was named best in the country for reducing poverty by J.P. Morgan Chase as well. Well, I'll be dialed. I take I might as invest. This looks like a terrific idea. Angel, thank you for being with us. That was thank the worst you. British accent in the history of British accents. But I think Richard would have invested money in you. God bless you. God bless your company. And then we'll see you in Montreal in 2018. Thank you. And don't forget to get History of the Black Dollar on Amazon.com as well. And can you plug your website, actually? Yes, and check us out at GetWealthyLife.com and download Credit Stacker for free on Google Play and iOS in 60 countries and 21 languages. Thank you, guys. Take care. Influence Media.